Welcome to this an Ass Brothers Rantcast. A quick fucking reaction. We've woken up in the morning. The Twitter feed has gone hot. Tottenham Hotspur have acted. Tottenham Hotspur have removed their manager, their most successful manager in history. The manager that took them to a Champions League final less than a year ago. They've acted and they've removed him. I've got a few guys in the room and we're going to talk through what this means, how this, what, what light this puts Arsenal's board in and whether or not this means that we're now, we're now hunting in the same field as Tottenham Hotspur for the same managers. It's going to be an interesting chat, boys. There's been a lot of heat on Twitter. Joining me, as always, Sweet Baby Ray, Manny Riz. You well, bruv? Mm, doing good. Doing good. I've got bullets in the chamber, bruv. <laughs> Joined again this week by Scunny Mike. Scunny, mate, how are you feeling? Well, I think we'll get into that, but otherwise, yeah, I'm all right. And who's the fourth person in the room? Oh, Manny, you're in the room twice. You're so big, you're in the room twice. Damn right, bro. <laughs> baby Ray and baby Ray. And baby Ray. <laughs> Manny, hit it off. Kick it off, yeah. bro. First reactions, how are you feeling? Hold on, man. Before I even do that, before I even do that, just a, a, little, a little public service announcement to the people that who are going to listen to this, right? First things first, I would like to thank everybody who actually listened to my first, like, you know, hosted podcast on this platform. We actually got some decent reactions, man. Some some people were like, yeah, this is exactly what we wanted to speak about. They loved the way we did it. They loved the jokes. They loved everything about it, right? So thank you to those guys, man, because we'll, we'll be back with a lot more hot topics in the future, man. Don't don't worry about that. And, and then there's a go, Max's skid marks. <laughs> I'm on the tea today, boys. I'm on the tea. There's no black coffee inside. Good man, good man. You're learning, but there there, there was a, a section right of people, and 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 this this pissed me off. Right, there were some people out there who got it into their heads because we are not match going fans. Then we don't have an opinion on what match going fans should do. That's snobbish sort of attitude is the reason why this fan base is so toxic because some people cannot accept the opinions of others we may not be match going fans but guess what we are arsenal fans first and foremost so whatever goes on with arsenal we are allowed to have an opinion on it if we were Leighton orient fans or chelsea fans and whatnot then of course you can scoff at them going you know what well, you don't have an, a, an opinion here but we are arsenal fans first and foremost and if we, if we want to put an idea forward and say an empty the Emirates, that's our opinion. But to say you don't have one because you're, an Arsenal, you're not a match-going Arsenal fan, guess what? Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Because let me say this, right? If you are a match-going fan and you have a problem with the regime, the way the, rub, the club is being run, you know, Emery's reign and whatnot, but you do nothing but sit on your hands and sing up and, and do all of that shit, you're part of the problem. You are part of the problem. It's that Breach. simple. Because if because if I had a season ticket, right? And I wasn't happy with the establishment. I'm not coming to the game. I'm not selling my season ticket out of principle. It's just money. You can make that money back. Money is nothing. You're not going to die with it. But it's the principle. And if you, if you are like a season ticket seeing, holder, if you are yeah. a season ticket holder, it obviously means that the money isn't that you know, it's not that dire. It's not for that you deep as well. It's not you that because it's an expensive. You know I mean? It's an expensive season ticket. There's no one. There, there wouldn't be a lot of people, you know, with the season ticket at the Emirates who are, you know, going without to have that season ticket, right? It's something that they've worked for, and that's their right. That is their mm -hmm. right. People work hard for their money, so that 100%. with their excess money, with their extra, they can do what they want with it. I buy expensive mm. golf clubs. That's what I do. I get shouted at my wife because she's like, why is there $400 out the bank? There's a new driver in the bag. That's my right. <laughs> I work hard for it and therefore I spend my money on what I love. And if I lived over there, I have no doubt that if I had the means and if I had the income that I would be a match-going fan. 
This was my issue with the reactions. My issue with the reactions was how many people said no, but offered no other alternative. Exactly. No, we will not empty the Emirates. Then what are you going to do? Are we going to go there and we're going to sing songs? It will not work. You're not forcing change. You're just being exactly. a good fan. That was my exactly. issue with it. Let's have a debate. Let's have a conversation. Yes, I don't go to the matches. I don't have the means or the geographical closeness to be able to go to the match. But you, as a power broker, as someone who does, and we said this last week, as a power broker, as someone who has the ability and the means to be able to force change, you don't want to do it. But what would it hurt to do it? Answer me that. What would it, it hurt wouldn't. to do it? It wouldn't. What would it hurt to try it? That's you're the just thing, saying Max. no because you don't want to do it. And you're saying no because you don't want to be seen to be one of those fans. Inverted commas. Because one of this those fan fans. base is full of pussies, Max. Pussies right? let's, everywhere. Let's come out and say it. It's, it's good. This fan base is full of pussies. And I'm going to say this, right? If you don't agree with what we're saying, then please send one of us a message Come on and let's debate. And, and if you think we're wrong, tell us we're wrong. And then, t and then, you know, give us an alternative. Tell me why we could tell me why we're wrong. Right. But if you are a match going fan, you represent Arsenal fans everywhere because you are at the Emirates. So if you don't like what you're seeing, like I said, but you sit on your hands and you do nothing, you don't offer an alternative. You want to be a good fan. You're part of the problem. It's as simple as that. And to say that fans like us don't have a voice because we don't go to match going fans, you're a snob and go fuck yourself. It's that simple. If you don't can like I, what I can just I said, just jump in come quick. in here. Uh, yeah, please. Sorry, man. I don't mean to insult you, mate. But I'm just going to jump in quick. Um, what it is, is when you say we're not all match going fans, mm. uh, on the last podcast done by Manny, uh, Dan is a season ticket holder. So you can't he say he's not a, uh, not a go. He, he goes. Uh, yeah. So he is a going fan, and myself, I'm a going fan. I don't have the geographical or the money to get down to the Emirates as often as I'd love to, but I do go to a hell of a few, a hell of a lot of away games. You picked the better, and I have, sh and I have watched this shower of shit against Sheffield United and Leicester. So you got some people can't you can't say that you know I mean we're not all match going fans because we are. No, no, no. It, but whether or not whether or not we go to the game or not, at the end of the day, we take time out of our day to watch this drivel on TV, and a lot of people pay for things like Sky Sports. It all costs mm. money. Exactly that. But it was more geared towards you know the ones that don't have the means to go to games or the ones that don't want to go to games. I don't want to go to games because I don't like what I'm seeing, and I don't believe I should spend my money on shit. I would be pissed off if I went to a restaurant and I spent my money on food that came out that was garbage because I love food. So if you fuck that up, I'm going to be pissed, right? But say that match going fans should not have an opinion on what, no, not match going fans shouldn't have an opinion on what match going fans do and what they do with their season ticket is bullshit. I'm allowed an opinion on anything that I can speak about with knowledge and I can speak with knowledge about Arsenal Football Club and if I've got an opinion in saying that fans should empty the Emirates as a means to enforce change, that's my right to have an opinion. If you don't like my opinion, that's fine. But that snobbish sort of entitled behaviour that you got, go fuck yourself. It's not even that. It's not even not liking my opinion. It's telling me my opinion is wrong and then not providing me with an action-based alternative that is relative to what I'm saying. That's my issue. Mm. That's, yeah, I can, I, that's fair play. That I can't argue with that all. And like Manny said at the top of the show, anyone listening to this, anytime, anywhere, Ask Brothers is an open forum for debate. We accept everyone. I accept all of you who don't want to empty the Emirates. I accept every one of yours opinion who don't want to empty the Emirates. As long as you have some kind of backing for your reasons. And I will be the first person to put my hand up and say, that is a great reason. That is a great reason not to do it. And mm. if I don't agree, I'll just say I don't agree. 
but your voice is as important as our voice. So please, reach out to us on the Twitter, at AskBrosRant, or on the Facebook, at AskBrothersRantCast. Let us know. We're more than happy to have new voices on with different opinions, and they can tell us what's what. Boys, breaking news. Going to start with Scunny. Scunny, Pochettino, sacked by Tottenham. And I just want to start just with having a quick read of the statement that they put out. Regrettably, domestic results at the end of last season and beginning in this season have been extremely disappointing. It falls to the board to make difficult decisions. This one more so given the memorable moments we have had with Mauricio and his coaching staff. But we do so in the club's best interests. Sound familiar? Nope. Well, the start of it anyway, not the board bit. But uh, since the end of was well, end of last season and the beginning of this season, the results haven't been going their way. Mm. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to, when I first saw it all come up, I wanted to sit back, I want my head to fly backwards, and I wanted the biggest laugh to come out of my mouth. But I sat there, looked up, hand on my chin thinking, hmm, I can't laugh at this. I think they've done the right thing here. (laughs) And the first thing, I think we've got a message group uh, from... You know what I mean? Like Max is on there as well. Uh, Manny's not anymore. But we've got a message group. And I think the first thing I said was this their board or their owners have shown more balls than ours. Without a doubt. Uh, with the fact that not, you know what I mean, sacking the manager. I can't understand why. At the end of the day, you got to look at it this way. This is. Poch is their most successful manager ever. And yet they got rid of him. There's no talk about it. I didn't hear it. I didn't see any rumours about it. I look on sports pages, websites, so every every day just to have a look, see what's going on around the around the globe, around the around the Prem and whatever. I look on him. I've not heard anything from it. I've not even seen glimpses of it in the talk of our the UK media and we all know how full of shit they are, but I've never heard any. I've not heard any talk. And next thing you know, a couple of hours ago, he's gone. I just I I, I want to laugh. I really do want to laugh, but I can't. You want to laugh or you want to cry? No, I want to laugh because obviously it's because it's because it's Tottenham. Of course, I want to laugh. The f- but I can't laugh because I look at our situation and I ask them and think, why haven't we done this? Do you know what uh, I say to We're all to calling Arsenal. for it. I've never you know heard, what I say I've to got, Arsenal we've... fans who are on Twitter right now and online right now saying, great, Spurs are going to be back in their place. You know, this is somehow a great thing or, or laughing emojis at Spurs. These should be crying emojis about Arsenal because this little mm. shitty club from down the road have quite frankly for the past half a decade acted bigger than us, acted better than us, have performed to a higher level than us, and we still sing this stupid fucking song constantly. We were talking about it last week. What do we think of Tottenham? Every Shit. fucking match day. Oh, do you know what do you know what I think? Match day. Do you know what I think of Tottenham? I think that Tottenham are a better run, higher achieving board than what Arsenal are currently. And their oh, board has please. just shown ambition and balls and has, without having anything go out into the media, without having their fans need to be starting to, to talk about emptying out the stadium, without well, going through thing. any that's of the, the thing, rubbish. I'm going to say that's the thing, Max. I know a few Tottenham fans. I have not heard a thing from them. There's quite a lot of Tottenham fans in Scunthorpe, believe it or not. There's more Tottenham fans than Arsenal fans. Mm. Obviously, the majority of people around here are either Manchester United or Liverpool, but there is a there is a fair whack of Tottenham fans. I think there's even a supporters page mm-hmm. on Facebook for Scunthorpe Tottenham, but I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it. Uh, but Arsenal are like antibiotics. Anything. Arsenal are like antibiotics, and what we needed was a surgeon. 
right? Tottenham have just gone in and just cut it. They've just gone in and said, yep, there you go. That's not working. See you later. A big club mentality. The manager, <laughs> the coach is never bigger than the club. Big club mentality. And Arsenal are fucking about fucking about with small club mentality it's after the international break nothing has changed we're still fucked and now our rivals our north london rivals have sat there and said hey arsenal this is what you do follow us it's it's got my goat absolutely got my goat manny riz man bruv i said this after the champions league final right the Champions League final was six months ago. Six months, yeah? After the Champions League final, there was a gang of Arsenal fans that were laughing their heads off. I remember putting up a status on my Facebook. I said, if any Arsenal fan laugh at Tottenham after this, I'm deleting you. Why? Because you can't laugh at a team that's doing better than you. That's like us laughing at Liverpool right now. What the fuck have we got to laugh at? Tottenham has just shown us, right? What ambition looks like. Pochettino came in, transformed Tottenham. Finished the brothers in consecutive seasons. Champions League final. Doesn't matter how they got there, they got there. Season starts, they don't have that bounce anymore. There's shit going on with the squad. They're not getting the results. They're playing good matches here and there, but as a whole, it's shit. Cut the cord. He's gone. No sentiment. No ambition. None of this bullshit about damn. We gotta pay this. We gotta pay that. Gone. Look what we have. We have a manager in eighteen months that's taken us backwards, and then the board are giving vote of confidence. They're like, I, I know what a vote of confidence means, but still, there was no vote of confidence from the Tottenham board. They just cut it because that's how you gotta be when you run a football club. You gotta be ruthless. That's how we used to be. Back in the hybrid days with players. You're over 30, one year deal. Oh, no, you're past it. Cut it. Sell them. That simple. Look at where we're at now. How the fuck can you reset laughing emojis at Tottenham? They're going to get a new manager. They're going to have that new manager bounce. They are going to wake up. United are starting to wake up. Does anybody really believe that we're going to wake up this weekend against Southampton? Fuck no. 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 How are we and laughing? You think about- like, how are their fans laughing at Tottenham? What the fuck is wrong yep. with you people? What, just because it's Ridiculous. Tottenham? What? Look at your own shit. We are garbage. We're below Sheffield United with a minus one goal difference. I don't even think Tottenham have a minus one goal difference. No, so who the fuck are you laughing at? What's so funny? You man are idiots. Yep. It's, it, it's such a, a, a typical... Let me, let me backtrack on the point I was about to make there. You know, I was doing the dishes last night. I do a lot of thinking when I'm doing the dishes. It's like my zone. I come home from work, do the dishes. Right? It's very th- it is. It is. I find cleaning therapeutic. I do a lot of good thinking while I'm cleaning. And you know what I was thinking just with, the, with regards to Arsenal, but Arsenal into the future, Right? The reason why we all say these things and we all laugh at Tottenham is because we have between us, well, we're all a similar age, probably 20 years each, Arsenal fans. 20 years each being proper Arsenal mm-hmm. fans. So we have history of being a big club. So that residual history, that residual mentality makes us think and makes us act a certain way with regards to our club. Now you think about the next generation of Arsenal fans who don't have the invincibles. The next generation of Arsenal fans who don't have beautiful football, who didn't grow up with Arsenal being majority of people's second team because whether they supported us or not, they did enjoy watching us. So now you've got a generation of Arsenal fans who have to come to the Emirates and be served up this shit be served up this boring small-time football with a small-time board with a small-time mentality based on what financial gains so you let it turn over you you let this marinate you let these flavors get really deep and you know what you end up with in 10 years you end up with rancid jerk chicken with not enough spice that's what i'm saying 
right? You end up with a, a watered-down version of what Arsenal is because the new fans, the fans coming up, they've only got stories. They will have never seen Arsenal be a big club. Exactly. Can't argue with that. Exactly. I'm so sick of this we we hate Tottenham stupid song and laughing at them whenever they have a bad <laughs> result and shit like that. Right? Some sometimes you do it out of you know, you do it out of common it's it's common courtesy to have a laugh at them. You know what I mean? Like when they lose a game and whatnot, it's common courtesy. But when they do shit like this, after getting to Champions League finals, yes they lost in Champions League final. Guess what? So did we. So did we. Well, I never right? put up a post. I you, never put up a post never, of them losing the Never put. I didn't put anything up because I was like, at least you were there. We were fucking around in the small boys competition getting done and by Chelsea. And we get you know fucked I mean? down there. At least Tottenham took it the whole way to the Champions League and lost to the best team that year who may go invincible this year in the Premiership. So, like, yeah, there's a little bit of... I, I'm, I'm not trying to... I'm not, for people listening, I'm not a pro-Tottenham. I'm I fucking hate Tottenham, right? I just think that there is an element of just ridiculousness from the fan base around this club and around looking at what they do instead of looking internally at the mess that we've got. Man, listen, Max. If we were in their position in terms of what they have achieved in terms of like the last season or so, Nobody would be complaining about getting to the Champions League final. But they would say, this is where we expect Arsenal to be. Right? Nobody would complain. So right now, to, to have a laugh at them for showing ambition, for actually going, you know what, this is not going well. You are not meeting the targets that we have set for you. You're gone. Our board are giving Emery six more games to fuck this up even more. Six more games for Tottenham to catch up. For United to catch up. Six more games for this season to really crumble. And some of you are laughing. And some of you think that sitting there on your hands and singing your shit songs is going to help. The reason why there's people going empty the Emirates is because we have been getting fucked for over a decade. That's why those ideas are coming out. But you sit there and let's all laugh at Tottenham. Why? Because they're showing ambition? Because their most successful manager is gone? One of the shittest managers we've had in a while is still there. And you're laughing? Man, please. This, this shows the mentality of this fan base, mate. So happy to laugh at Tottenham, but when it comes to actually show some balls for your club, you've got none. But you want to laugh at Tottenham. Dickheads. I can't stand Tottenham. Yeah? Scunny. Hold on. Hold on, Max. There was London riots here in London back in the day. I can't remember what year it was. It started in Tottenham. Man, if I had a Molotov cocktail, I would have burnt down the the old White Hart Lane. Felt no way about it. That's how deep it runs. We're not pro-Tottenham on here. We're pro-Arsenal. Far fucking from it. Far from it. Scunny, my question for you is is about oh, how this is going to affect the clubs around us. Because now there's two sides to this, right? First of all, now we have another big club in London on the hunt for managers. That's a problem for Arsenal. On the other hand of the, the equation, we have the possibility of Pochettino going to Manu, And regardless of what you think about him being a trophy dodger, you know, they've, they've gone far. And they've got close to a lot of trophies. You could call Klopp a trophy dodger up until recently. But on those two elements, Scunny, I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are. How does this affect the landscape of Arsenal actually getting a manager? And how does this affect the, the sleeping beast that is Manchester United reawaking? Well, of course it's going to affect us because, like Manny said, we've, got, we've given Emery another six games. So... Even if they sack him after Southampton, if we lose to Southampton, I hope we don't. But if we did, um, they may just decide, "Oh, right, that's it. We've had it off. Off you go." But then we're we're obviously going to be in a a poor position as well, aren't we? Because they're going to be already speaking to people. They're going to be halfway through probably their interview stages by then, and we're going to be just beginning. 
Now, all right, fair enough. There isn't that many managers out there at the minute that haven't got jobs, so we're going to have to pay someone and really pull someone out of a club, like literally drag them through the hedge, a wall, before they even come into our club at the minute, the way things are going. So it, it puts up it puts us in a very, very disadvantage stage to, to be bringing a manager in because I know they're below us at the minute. I think we're... We're sixth, they're fourteenth, but they've only they're only three points behind us. So, again, if we lose to Southampton, they beat. I think they play West Ham on Saturday. They're above us because we've got the poor goal difference. So it's only going to be one game, and that could change the whole thing. And sometimes when they get rid of managers that have had poor, you know, I mean, the dress they've lost the dressing room. Uh, which apparently reports are Poch has lost his dressing room amongst other things. Jan Vertonghen shagging Eriksson's wife and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> you know, See, there's a lot of things going on in their dressing room. <laughs> I, I, I'm mincing my words tonight, mate. No <laughs> way. And <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, I'll throw in a disclaimer there. And uh, uh, what do you think so, about the menu? You know, stuff, it's scanning. okay. I. I don't think he's going to go to Man U. Uh, I think uh, they're going to put their faith in Solskjaer at least to the end of the season because there's nothing to say. Man United are well reported when they are going to get rid of someone. Jose Mourinho, when he got sacked, it was well reported he was on his way out. But I just don't think he'll go to Man U. I think they're going to. I don't think he'll go this season. I don't think they'll get rid of Solskjaer this season. season. I think next season's a shout. But. You know, Real Madrid, they are exactly doing great at the minute and Zidane's losing favour, so you never know, he could be going there. The Barcelona are the same, I think, in some sort of respect. I think their managers, he's losing the dressing room with, obviously there's quite a lot of egos in that dressing room. And obviously I think PSG is another one as well, which we all know how we all feel about PSG, especially we, uh, Manny. <laughs> so, you yeah, know, I mean, there's plenty of PSG. places... Yeah, exactly. So Barely there's, there's same, plenty of there's going to be question. plenty. I've got sorry. No, go, 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 I'll just finish quick. Um, oh, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh, go on, fucked it. I'll leave it. I was, I was just going to say, Manny. Same thing back to you. Um, yeah. Do you think this really heavily adversely affects us in our in our hunt for a, a new manager? And you know, as we all know, with with managers moving and managers leaving. You know, does it mm. does it maybe actually open up the chessboard a little bit? Because as we know, it's like dominoes, right? One one mm. piece goes down, and and all the rest have to follow, and everyone has to land in a spot. How do you think that yeah. this is going to affect Arsenal directly? Uh, well, if Emery does eventually get the sack and our board show some balls, it means that we are behind in that in that sort of race. It means that once again we left behind because we are slow to react. It means that maybe we miss out on one of the targets that we possibly could have had. It means that it's this is so depressing. It it just means that once again Arsenal are just you know in the analog age and we're over here with you know fiber optic internet. You know what I mean? That's what it means. I I don't understand what to, what the fuck's going on at this club. I don't know what they're seeing. You know, you have the powers that be. You know, Eddie and 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 Raúl and Vina watching this garbage firsthand, and they think that you know elements of the Leicester game was enough for him to, for Emery to keep his job. I I don't know what the hell they're seeing there, but if we're gonna go internally. In terms of in terms of manager, in terms of you know Freddie with no experience, in terms of the Artetas with no experience, then it doesn't you know it doesn't set us back too much. But if we want a more experienced manager to steady the ship and actually you know implement his philosophy and then things like that, then we're behind again. Tottenham are going to come back. This is what we feared that all the teams around us, the ones that we're laughing at at the start of the season, are going to wake up. And there's signs that United are starting to get it together since Martial come back. And make no mistake about it, Tottenham will have that new manager bounce as well. And where are we going to be when that happens? 
depressing, bro. Mm. I mean, there was an interesting, uh, I, I'm not sure whether it was a quote or it was an article, but I think it was Lee Dixon came out to someone mm. and said, it's on the Arsenal players now to be walking up to the gaffer and saying, gaffer, we don't understand what we're doing. And he was implying that there may be a, a, a weakness of character. The way I read it, that there may be a weakness of character actually within the Arsenal squad and that a, a strong squad that was well-led internally from the senior playing group would actually be able to have this sort of correspondence with with Emery. Scunny, did you, uh, did you read that? Did you have any thoughts on it? Uh, well, I don't think I did, actually. Can you just uh, say that again for us, Amy? So Lee Dixon basically came out and said that it's on the Arsenal players to tell Emery that it needs to change and that if there was a, a stronger playing group a stronger leadership group, that they would have been able to actually change the direction? No, I don't think I did read that, but I think the players, I honestly do believe the players have even tried to do that. If you look at uh, Ozil's reaction in Baku last last season at the at the Europa League final, I think it looked like, and I think it has been reported in Mounds of Wales, you're a shit coach. Well, that's as he threw his gloves on the floor, and that's coming from Ozil. Yeah, but there's there's a there's a there's, do we know he actually said that? Uh, it's know? it's reported as I'm in saying it. Uh, I think there's people out there who do lip reading services and everything else. Oh, look, there. we all we all know something. So went it down is there. probably it is probably BS, but he did say something, and then obviously with the things that are going on at the minute with uh, obviously with the Xhaka situation. Now there's an mm. Aubameyang situation. I think they're starting to talk. Uh, there must be some grumbles in there. Uh, Who do you Terreira's see gone and had a show against Leicester? Torreira's gone and had a man of the match performance for Uruguay playing. Oh, guess where? Yep, in a deep, defensive, in a deep mid- lying midfield role, making something crazy. Like I, I was, I, I've forgotten the exact stats, but I think it was like seven interceptions, five clean oh, look tackles. At well, look at well, that. That's, that's the other thing as well, isn't it? You, sorry, mate. Um, I'm interrupting again. I no, you go. Apologize. You go, Scunny. Well, well, I talk yeah, enough. That, I yeah, interrupt that. enough, Scunny. Feel free to jump on top of me. He's, yeah, you're all right. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the other thing as well when you think when you say about players talking. Um, you know, I mean, they must be telling the manager, but you've got to look at the situation with, with Torreira at the minute. You know, his agent is widely reporting that he, he wants to be back in Italy. Mm. You know what I mean? They're looking at Italian clubs to buy him. You know, all right, yeah, it may be just rumours at the moment, but surely there's something in that. And then you've got Lacazette won't sign a new contract, Aubameyang won't sign a new contract, even though I'm not really too bothered if Aubameyang signs a new contract or not. But me either. You know, you know, but it, that must be signs that people, you know, I mean that that they're trying to say, look, this is a shower of shit. It's a massive clusterfuck. Let's get something sorted. Um, just on the Aubameyang thing, because it was on my, my quick little list I did in the 34 seconds worth of preparation we did before the three of us decided to jump on a podcast and start talking. <laughs> on the toilet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> While you're having your morning glory. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, but on my on my list of things that we could potentially talk about, was... And, and it leads back into, I guess, the main concept... Of, of of this little get together of this little hangout, right, and, and leads back to the idea of of big clubs acting like big clubs, right? Obama Yang, he is thirty one this year. Thirty one this year. Am I right mm. in saying that? No, next year. So we've got next a th- year. yeah. So we've got a thirty one year old striker who doesn't want to sign an extension, who's still at the top of his game. Or still very much the top of his game, and I think that a Real Madrid, you know, I'm I'm talking top clubs, top top clubs, Real Madrid's, Bayern Munich's, guys like that, will be interested in buying him. The idea that people put out, and I hear this constantly, and and, and this is my opinion. I'm happy for you guys to jump all over me, but the idea that Aubameyang is a talisman, and everyone speaks to him as being a talisman. I don't agree with that. Aubameyang is icing sugar on top of a cake. You know, if the cake is well made, then the icing is the little thing that makes it special. 
And right now, Aubameyang's not being allowed to be made special. But he's not the type of guy who, if I was in the trenches and I needed someone to say, follow me, lads, I'll show you the way, I'll dig in, I'll work hard. You know, I, I wouldn't be going to Aubameyang. So, Manny, I put it to you that if we could recoup majority all or maybe even more of the investment that we put into Aubameyang, yes, it would hurt to move him on, but £70 million would very much soften that. Agree or disagree? Agree, 100%. Fuck the See, that goes man. against that goes against almost every other Arsenal fan who I speak to. Man, I don't give a fuck about every other Arsenal fan. Bro. No, I agree with you. Man, I agree with you 100%. Fuck the sentiment. Why? What are we holding on to? If somebody offers you 70 million for a soon-to-be 31-year-old striker, you bite his hand off you and take you it. take it. What do you mean? What do you mean? That 70 million pounds can be reinvested in a younger, hungrier striker who will score goals. They are out there. All right? It's not the end of the world. You bite the hand off, man. Fuck that. What are we holding on for? If I it is that, true, that's that is. The, yeah. Oh, sorry, go on, money. No, no, no. I've got carry on, man. I was going to say that that's the biggest issue, isn't it? We're holding on, or we're holding on, holding on to Abamian because at the minute he's the only one doing anything for us, i.e., the goal situation. And I think that's the biggest problem that people are holding on to Abamian because he's scoring goals, and the rest of the team aren't really doing as much anyway. Even I don't think Abamian does very much. Sometimes I thought in the Leicester game he was terrible. So, mm. but this holding on mentality where you think, oh, we've got to keep him, we've got to keep him, he's the only person who scores gold for us. Isn't that a problem? It's pathetic, yeah. It's a huge problem. And I would problem. argue that yeah, he has... It is even, pathetic, it's uh, embarrassing, almost, it is almost uh, embarrassing. I would argue that he hasn't been particularly, he hasn't been particularly good this season. He, he started off quite hot, but I mean, he's gone four games, he, he went four games without scoring a goal. You know he's not been he's not been red hot, and this comes back to that analogy. You know if if the if the cake isn't good, then you know it doesn't matter how you decorate it on the outside. I really want cake. I'm going to go get a piece of cake, but you know it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter what it looks like on the outside. If the cake is made of shit, and when you cut into this you know beautifully adorned cake covered in Gabonese gold. And the knife goes in and it's shit inside. Guess what you've got? You've got a cake made of shit. You know, and there's no way around that for me. And I'm looking at, 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 I'm looking at the team, I'm looking at the squad, and I still genuinely think that that squad is, a th- is the third or fourth best squad in the Premiership. Which means I do genuinely believe that a new manager would have the capability to come in and without massive investment, massive squad overhaul, I think there's enough talent there, enough ability and enough of a mixture of somewhat senior players and a senior playing group with a group of kids who look to have great potential. But in saying that, regardless of whether the team was running hot, the only way I would I would offer a 31-year-old, a new contract. And people are talking about five-year contracts, guys. Like, offer him a five-year no, contract. No, it's not, it's not a five-year. It'll be a five-year altogether. Cause I think he's got two and a half years in Oh, January, so it's to extend so it, it, extend it to yeah. another three. Even then, yeah, even so it'll then, be guys, another two and a half years on top, so it would be five years. There's not many footballers now, in the Premiership especially, in the Premiership, especially where the workloads are so high and the running meters are so high and the sprints per game are so high, there are not many guys who go that deep and are still that effective, especially fast twitch fiber guys who only have that burst of pace. He's not a technical guy. You know, I'm not saying that he lacks technique, but he's not a technical guy. And do you know who it reeks of to me? It reeks a little bit of Torres to me. Like... A, a guy who can go from a season with Liverpool where he's the best striker in the world to a small injury and Liverpool were at least smart enough to say, yep, go. We don't think you're the player that you were. And Chelsea paid for his dive. Chelsea paid for his reduction in in, in ability or his reduction in, in, in physicality, his physical ability to be able to produce the work that he produced. 
Guys, for me, a big club who has a 31-year-old striker, if someone comes in and offers you more than what you paid for him or even to what you paid for him when you bought him at his peak, take the money and run. Because players we replace, coaches we replace, the club is what's important. And I just fear that, you know, everyone wanted to touch, not, uh, who was the, what's the name of the, I always mix their names up, not Raul, the other one. Vini. Vini, right? I, I, I wonder whether Vini has got that in his crosshairs now because we kind of saw that he's, he's been quite good at making the right decisions, making the right contractual decisions. I think the biggest mistake we could make is Ozil Mark II, where we go and put someone on 350 grand and ride his downslope on his highest wages. Arsenal aren't a retirement home. Are you sure? <laughs> well, we are actually a yeah. bit of a retirement home. Or we had been. We are at the minute. <laughs> yeah, we are, man. It's, oh, God, it's so depressing. I'm looking forward to the day, if it does come, you know, when we start acting like a big club again, because we even play like a mid-table club, you know what I mean? And and, and all the, the only things that I've seen, you know, in the media about Arsenal is the things with, with David O'Leary and then Raul, like, blocking him being on the board or something like that. That's what the only is that sh- all about? I don't even know. And to be honest with you, I don't even give a fuck, right? <laughs> Because that doesn't that doesn't affect what what happens on the pitch. To be quite honest with you, man, I don't care what goes on, you know, um, at, at board level. I care what happens on the pitch, and I'm I'm about to contradict myself. So the only time that I actually care about what goes on on board level is when they can affect what goes on on the pitch. Apart from that, I don't give a fuck what goes on up there, you know. And what I see on the pitch, the product I see on the pitch, is garbage. The manager that I see on the pitch, like Max says, manic, all over the place, right? So if if the the guys are you know if Raúl and Edu and those guys are at the games more often than not these days, you see it. What are you seeing that tells you this is the guy that we want to 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 guide us into the future? What are you seeing? Has to be finance based. It has to be because has to be. Just it's, it's the manager, only answer. Yeah, Tottenham's just sacked their manager, right? For you know, he just lost the Champions League final, not by a big margin, I might add. Emery got embarrassed, embarrassed. So mm. what? What? What are you seeing here? It has to be financial, but again, that's a small club mentality. You can't tell me Arsenal don't have money to go. Yeah, you know what? Here's your here's your twelve mil or whatever it is. Go. Because the cost of us losing Champions League is a lot more than keeping this dude. Emery's not going to turn this around. They may I think, think that we've already I think lost I mentioned it. that on the last pod. Say what? I think I mentioned they, that on they the may... last pod. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry Scanny. I was, gonna I, say, I I was I just going to say... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus sorry. Christ, you we've, two, we've got Well, we've got lag. On, we've I'll got mute people myself. in Australia and people in England. Fuck, now I've forgotten what I was going to say. Oh, I haven't. I'll cut no, you. No, you go. You go, Scanny. <laughs> yeah, I think I mentioned that on the last podcast, uh, Manny, about, uh, you know, I think it was going to cost him about six six or seven million to sack him. But on the outset of that, if we don't reach Champions League, we're going to be losing two, three, maybe four times more than that. Yeah. Even using, losing Europa, it's going to be two to three times more than that. Easily. Easily. So, it is so the case. If- so if it is all financial, how can you look at it and go, it's going to cost us more to sack him than it is us missing out on Champions League? Remember how they came out and they said Champions League is his remit and we're eight points off? That That's, that's you know, that, that that's the person you're backing? Eight points eight off points and falling. Off and falling, minus one goal no, difference. No, that's what I was going to say. I remembered... Maybe the board actually thinks that. Maybe the board actually thinks that the essentially the the league may already be gone. What? You know, so the, that, that makes it well, worse. They, I know, I know, but I mean, I'm I'm trying to put like tangible bricks into a structure for a thought process, right? So the, the only things that I can think is that they're looking at it and they're saying, okay, he took us to the Europa League final last year. 
We're going to back him to do it again. That's our path into the Champions League. Our ability to get top four may already be beyond us. And I, I wonder if they're looking at it and they're saying, okay, well, if we remove someone, and if we remove Emery and we bring someone in, are we now too far off to actually be able to... to I mean, if you're playing the, playing the margins, playing the percentages, they're looking at it and saying, there is more likelihood that we won't make it than the likelihood that we will make it. Someone put up a stat the other day. I think it was Arsenal need to win 90% of their games for the rest of the year mm. to equal what the fourth points total was last year. It's like 85 or 90% of their games. Huge. Like, huge ask. So if you're playing the numbers and you're playing the percentages, and I'm just thinking strictly from a business level, I wonder if they're looking at it and they're like, cool, we don't want to pay Emery out the, the, the 10 million, 12 million, plus his entire back, back of house staff. And we know that KSE are very financially driven. We know that KSE want to make want to make decisions based on money. And yes, we take into account that obviously not making Champions League is going to be something like a, a 30 million or 40 million pound loss. But I just, I, I just wonder if they've already looked at it and they've just said, fine, all eggs in one basket, we'll go through until the end of the season. What makes you think that they're going to take action in six games if they weren't going to take action now? What possible drivers could they have? What things could they have in place? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually asking this question to you guys. I'm not making a statement because I've thought about it. I've sat here and I've thought about it. And I'm like, okay, boards, high-level clubs, high-level businesses do not just make stupid, stupid decisions for stupid reasons. These guys are connected to Walmart. These guys are connected to other franchises. The board that we've put in place have come from successful clubs. Sure, they, they see everything that we're seeing. So there must be fundamental reasons or decisions back of house as to why they're doing this. Now, I just think that doesn't line up with what the fans want. I think they've lined that up with somehow playing the margins, playing the percentages and trying to come out in the best position financially that they can. And that might mean just holding on to Emery until the end of his contract, until the end of his two-year contract, going hard on Europa League and just doubling down. I, Man, I don't know if I can buy terrible. that. No, I can't either. Come up with another because solution. It, did, it didn't work last season. What, what's, what's the answer? They're just fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have 100%. a board that, that, that they're backward, man. Look at them. The, the majority of the board are old, dusty men, right? <laughs> Who do not know modern football. They are, there's just dust going on up there you have guys on that board right that like them feet smelling breasts right them dusty breasts right that's what you have up there viagra popping lower back going dickheads bro that's what we have they don't have their finger on the pulse man so they're happy to sit on their hands they make their money they don't give a damn they'd rather argue about david o'leary going on the board than actually looking at the managerial position and looking at the you know the results on the pitch that's all they care about that's all they care about do we even know who the who the board members are apart from that prick what's his name chips sir fish and chips but do, <laughs> do we know other do we know other board members i don't know them we don't know them no i don't right? know but you can guarantee they are old and crusty, right? A bunch of set blatter cunts. So, they, <laughs> so, mate, they are that stupid. I truly believe that they are that stupid because if they had their finger on the pulse, they would have started asking questions after Watford, right? They would have started asking questions like, why are we struggling to come back against Villa? Why are Watford dominating us like to the point where they have thirty-one shots? They're most in the in the Premier League history. Why are Victoria playing better than us? Why are Leicester so far ahead of us with at least with a, a squad that is that's not as technical and as experienced as ours? Why are what? these things happening? What, Why are Sheffield United a point above us when they've only just been promoted? Yeah. Why are they going away mm. to Tottenham and putting better performances than we are? 
We're not going to put you guys in hear the performance that Sheffield United away to Tottenham. Did you guys hear the Sheffield on, United stat that came out? That they haven't no. lost a game from a winning position in like three years? <laughs> haven't time, lost a game from getting in front in three years across like three different leagues. We can't like, even come keep, on. We, we can't even we can't keep even two keep leads at home sheet. to Palace. Yeah. Guys, I mean, I'm going to wrap... Come on, I'm, man. Guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. You know, we've... Um, it'll be a bit of a lumpy old podcast because, like I said, we literally put less than 30 seconds of... <laughs> less than 30 seconds of organisation into this podcast run. day. Yeah, but we just felt the need to jump on and and talk about it and get ahead of the curve. Guys, he needed to be done, bro. And shout out yeah, to the th- uh, to the true to the true Ask Bros fans, bro. You lot are the real MVPs, man, because yeah, we don't do this to to get notoriety. We don't do this to please anybody. We just come on here and we just talk real shit. So to the ones that, you know, the 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 real hardcore ones that listen all the time, that give positive feedback, negative feedback, it doesn't matter. You guys are the real MVPs, man. To the haters, eat a dick. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, guys, in true Ask Brothers fashion, we will catch you next time there's something to chat about. Uh, Good morning, good night, wherever you are. We love you very much. Keep sending in the comments. Keep sending in the tweets. Anything you want answered. In fact, if you do have any hot topics that you want us to cover, because we're really moving down this path now, Ask Bros. We're moving away from post-match reviews. We're trying to move away from post-match reviews because the the area is just so cluttered, right? There are so many podcasts putting so much content out there, and that's why we moved to a monthly at the start of the year. But we're kind of coming back around now, and we've decided that what we want to do, what Ask Brothers public service is, is that we're going to handle topics, we're going to handle things that you want to talk about. And we would love to get other people's voice on here. We'd love to get your questions answered. So Twitter, at AskBrosRant, or on Facebook, at AskBrosRantCast. Guys, jump on board. Send stuff to me. Scunny, thank you as always. Great to have you on. Manny, I'll uh, shout at you soon. <laughs>